0: Anyone's Game Podcast.
1: Following women's football.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to the Anyone's Game Football Podcast. Today's episode for you is our As Live Sunday, taken from Sunday the 16th of January, where Robbie Hanratty and Kenny Bog join myself, Gordon McComb, at Motherwell versus Partick Thistle in the SWPL1. Before that, we took in Glasgow girls and women Versus Stirling University in the SWPL Two in our featured games this week It was the first games back after the winter break Had plenty of goals and goal mouth action And just a few moments of controversy too You'll hear all the best of today's action Starting with the 12 o'clock kickoff at New Tinto Park So Robbie, we've made it to New Tinto Park For Glasgow Girls and Women against Stirling University It's good to be back Happy New Year, Happy Christmas and all that to, to yourself How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing very well, thanks
3: Really eager to get back into the SDO PL2 action this afternoon.
2: It's an uh, important contest, really, given that Glasgow girls and women promotion aspirations, title-winning aspirations, and a bit of work to do to, to make sure they maintain that.
3: Yeah, definitely. Despite only losing one game so far this season, draws have kind of been the catalyst and now find themselves six points behind Dundee United, and Dundee United have that game in hand over them. So it's a case of just not slipping up, not dropping needless points and keeping momentum going because at the very least they want to get a playoff spot to get promoted to the SWP at a one because that's where a team like Glasgow Girls and the Moment probably should be.
2: Yeah, and for a Stirling University and their opponents today, it's a slightly different challenge for them.
3: Yeah, definitely. For them, they've had a bit of time to regroup since with the winter break. Probably a tough start to the season, only one win in the first eight games. They probably are playing catch-up in a sense as well. They've played less games than a lot of teams, but a lot of people will rule them out today. But I'd like to see a competitive performance from Stirling University, and I'm sure they'll be well organised and well drilled to make it a good encounter.
2: Well, the last time anyone's game was here, we saw Grant Scott's first game in charge of St Johnston, and his side were able to come away with a point. Could Sterling University do the same? Well, we'll be back at half-time and with any major updates before then. Well, we're coming back to you just shy of the 20-minute mark. There has been plenty of goals so far, plenty of action as well. Glasgow girls and women have come back from a goal down early on to take the lead 2-1 thanks to two quick goals in the last few minutes. Robbie, what have you made of it so far? Yeah, I think it was a slow start from Glasgow women. I know they haven't played
3: a match since before Christmas and you could probably tell that, Sterling came out, started pretty fast and looked controlled and assured on the ball and it wasn't really too much against when I play, they took the lead but since then I think Glasgow women's response has been very good, probably just took their chances. It's an exciting first 20 minutes and you can see more goals at either end.
2: And Kenny you've managed to join us, survived the, the trials of public transport to make it here in, uh obviously missed the start of things but how have you found it since you've uh, made it here
4: well since I've arrived I think it's a pretty evenly matched game obviously uh, just as I arrived Stirling took the lead Uh, it was a great play I must admit a good finish but uh, since then I think Glasgow City like Robbie said the front three have been very impressive Sophie McGoldrick's impressed me greatly and it was um, Caitlin Canavan's finish for the equaliser was superb uh, she just took it inside the box and lobbed the keeper absolutely fantastic equaliser and then again great play for the second goal which obviously finished off by Cara Henderson but yeah it's been an enjoyable match so far, here's a chance for Glasgow Girls now and she's uh, delayed and played it back but yeah so far it's been enjoyable
2: Yeah certainly uh, Glasgow Girls and women been on top for, for most of proceedings certainly University profiting on the counter and it looks like that's going to be the way they kind of try and find their way to get back into the game it's obviously a disappointment for them to have taken an early lead to then to find themselves back down to 2-1 down. A little bit of work for them to do. We'll be back with more soon. So halftime whistle just gone and right before that a hammer blow to Stirling University's chances of getting anything out of this game. Robbie, what did you uh, make of that half?
3: Yeah, it's probably tough on Stirling University after taking the lead early on in the game. I thought they competed well for spells but the scoreline now at 4-1, it looks like it's a long way back for them. It's really just Glasgow women being clinical and probably a bit of misfortune with that fourth goal right on the stroke of half time. Went a few deflections in from the corner but probably don't know if the keeper should command better or what but it's been a different team talk now for Stirling University than what it might have been at 3-1 I'd say.
2: And Kenny, yeah as we say, you know, certainly University a little bit of work to do, a little bit of really just picking up uh, the pieces really of that first half it had started so well, instead, you know, a really difficult scoreline now.
4: Well, yeah, they've got a lot to do, but I think they need to, they've been sort of masters their own downfall in some aspects, because I think the, the way they're trying to play out from the back just isn't really working. Uh, I mean, the goalkeeper's distribution's been quite poor as well. Uh, and Sophie McGoldrick for Glasgow Girls has been absolutely fantastic. And yeah, like you say, it's an uphill battle for Stirling in the second half.
2: All right, well, we'll be back with more of the second half and at the full-time whistle... But right now, anyway, it's Glasgow Girls and Women 4, Stirling University 1. <coughs> Full-time here in the Utinto Park, Glasgow Girls and Women run at 8-1 winners in the end. It was uh, very much the same pattern in the second half as it was, the first four more goals, including anyone's game sponsor, player Lucy Ronald, on the score sheet as well. A uh, really convincing performance from Glasgow Girls, a woman who needed this at the start of today.
3: The yeah, they definitely did. They were on a bit of a sticky spell with draws in recent games before the winter break. Like John McQueen's Park in St Johnston wouldn't have pleased the manager. So to come back, especially starting the match, going 1 0 no, down, to come back and win the game by 8 goals to 1 was fantastic. And there was probably more goals than that for Glasgow Girls as well. It was an impressive performance. Caitlin Canavan getting a hat trick, Lucy Ronald, a really nice goal. and. There was a lot of positives to take. Still, a few things I probably want to work on because Sterling, despite the scoreline, they would have had their chances and a bit of composure might have seen a closer game. But overall, happy days for Craig Joyce and Glasgow Girls and Women.
2: Yeah, different story there for Sterling University. We spoke about half time, you know, the, the, the difficulty of playing out from the back, the pressure it puts you under. Kenny, unfortunately, was more of the same in the second half.
4: Oh yeah, the second half's really started quite quietly, I thought, to be honest, Gordon, but um, things sort of livened up. But yeah, Sterling, you I think again, masses their own downfall, unfortunately. And going forward as well, they just need to be a wee bit more clinical. Obviously, number 11 had the chance to right at the end, and uh, it would only be a consolation for Sterling, but obviously it would have breed confidence going into the next match. But things can only improve for Sterling, and as for Glasgow girls, great result, and that's um, a wee bit closer to Dungeons United now at the top of the table.
2: Well, we must touch on a little bit of how the second half like you say started a little bit more stale looked like a less of a goal fest than it had been until the penalty awards you and I have a slight difference of opinion on, on whether or not it was a penalty
4: well to me the attacker's gone away from goal uh, the ball was out the park when she tackles her and you know th- there's no advantage that the ball was out the park already so to me that's not a penalty but
2: yeah and it opened the way for Glasgow to increase the scoring there as well the goal that made it 5-1 and from then on it was uh, really only ever one outcome as we kind of suspected at half time next up we'll have some post-match reaction said in here at New Tinto Park Glasgow girls and women 8 Stirling University 1
5: uh, listen, it, was, it was a very good performance with the girls, um, very professional for them, considering well, the mid-season if you want to call it or the breaks, being absolutely riddled with Covid um, I think we had 9 out at one point and we've got
2: a short squad as you can see so I thought the girls were absolutely outstanding at the player the day and important to kind of pick up another win and, and kind of set that sort of wobbling form right now.
5: I think it was, it was very important to get the win your first game back, but I think it was also pleasing with the football that we played as well. I think the performance um, justified the goals that we scored. I think the girls were outstanding in their play and their, their movement and, and everything we've been working on for the last month on and off, albeit with, with lesser numbers of training, which is frustrating, but again, that's due to COVID. So very, very happy with the day.
3: And it must please you when the goals are all shared around the team as well, it's not just one player. obviously, there's a hat trick involved there, but players in every position are stepping up and contributing.
5: Yeah, definitely, it's something we always talk about where we want the players to share the burden and the load of scoring goals. I think everybody likes to put that on the strikers, don't they? So it was good for Louisa to come in and score, Lucy Ronalds went and continued her scoring, Sophie McGoldrick was unlucky not to score, Um, but Caitlin's obviously got her hat trick. And then you've obviously got the likes of Barry Lyle coming back in and, and scoring after being injured for so long. Um, and again recovering from Covid and then Hannah Cunningham scored, scored a cracker with her right foot when she's all left sided. And every day we kind of say to her the goal will come, the goal will come, and then it's came the day so no I can stop saying that to her, which I'm quite happy with. But very happy with that again. And I guess you, you just take it game
3: by game, you're in a good position in second place we win today, come on out and up play and close that gap and then
5: United. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, that's going to depend on United's score against um, St. Johnson, but they're a cracking team as well, and they, they rightly deserve to be where they are. Um, I think it's important for us never to get too carried away with ourselves. So we want to stay level-headed and and kick on the way we're doing. I mean, there was no panic buttons pressed after the United game or the draws. But it's part of the process. We're still a young group. We're still building. Um, and we believe in the process that we're doing. I think the day we might have got the rewards out of that process.
2: 8-1 in the end and a uh, hat-trick for yourself as well, it's uh, not a bad afternoon.
6: No, I'm absolutely delighted, obviously, I think it was a really, really good team performance, we showed a lot of professionalism to go 1-0 down quite early on and then just to come back and obviously chuffed with a hat-trick for myself but overall, really solid performance from all the girls.
2: Lucy on the score sheet as well, back in the team as well from the last time we spoke anyway, good to be back involved. Yeah,
1: it's just it's just great to be back on a pitch with the girls. Um, Tough been out and watching from the side, so it's good to get back involved and to get a goal as well. Can't say it was my greatest finish ever, but they all they count, so we'll take it. But yeah, I'm delighted. I think it was as Caitlin said it was a great performance, and um, we can take it into the the next games.
3: And Caitlin, when say to secure your hat trick from the penalty spot, do you always feel confident stepping up from 12 yards?
6: I think that's that's probably one of the most important things when you're going to take a penalty. I think you need to be confident. Just in my in my head, I just pick my spot and, and just like to try. Try not to disgrace best I can. Obviously, uh, staying calm and I'm happy it paid off.
3: And is that, have you had hat tricks mm. before in the senior game? Uh,
6: no, this, that's actually like my first senior hat trick, so I'm, I'm <laughs> over the with that. I'm, I'm delighted. Can't stop smiling. <laughs> oh, I, can <laughs> I don't,
3: I don't blame you at all. I'm, I'm sure, I'm really excited. And, and as you speak about scoring, being back in the team, it, j- just a case of now close the gap on Dundee United and know when stopping that. I guess, with draws before this, it's just good to get a win.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think we've all said that, you know, the, the league's by no means over and we're still in a really good position and I think all the girls are really hungry and I think we saw that t- today going 1-0 down. We've got the, the desire to go on and put uh, pressure on
6: Dundee United um, and I think we're doing that and hopefully we continue to do that.
2: Okay, let's see your first senior hat-trick. No pressure. Another another one next weekend as well, yeah?
6: <laughs> no pressure. I've got a week to rest the legs Aye. and then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, but let you the ball home. Not, well, yeah, I, wait I am that waiting that on my phone, it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, Obviously, as <laughs> it? I just delighted, to, obviously. I'd be delighted to get one goal even just to contribute to the game the best I can, but uh, good day at the office. I'm chuffed.
2: And well, a calmer day for you today as well, Lestine. No, uh, no uh, off the ball antics or anything like that? you know? Oh, no, definitely. I've, I've got a
6: cam head in my
1: shoulders <laughs> now. I've got all that anger out, so <laughs> it's, it's good. Lesson learned. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You heard there from a delighted Caitlin Canavan, who records her first senior hat-trick, as you heard, as well as Lucy Ronald, also on the score sheet. And before that, Craig Joyce, who will be very pleased with the outcome of today's game, especially given, as we note, that little wobbling form for Glasgow girls and women heading into this one and the challenges, as you've heard from the manager, building up to this fixture. Next up, we head up the pyramid and across to Alliance Park for Motherwell versus Partick Thistle. All right, well we're here at Alliance Park for game number two of anyone's games trip out today. It's Motherwell versus Partick Thistle. Kenny, why don't you kick us off with what you're expecting from today?
4: Um, well, Motherwell have got a strong side, obviously a strong midfield. Uh, they've got Amy Anderson, Leanne Crichton and... Yeah. McDon- I can never say this name, McDonald. knew it, and they are obviously <laughs> playing in the midfield, so a strong midfield. I would expect Motherwell to win, there's not much separating the table, but uh, I'm going for a Motherwell victory. I'm not going to give a prediction, just a Motherwell victory. Robbie, how about
2: you?
3: Yeah, I think it's got to be a pretty close encounter here. Partick, they ran Rangers close previously to the winter break and Glasgow City. And they're a tough run of fixtures, but I've seen a lot of potential in their play in something that's just been composure in front of goal when they have had chances to take them. But as Kenny points out, a very strong midfield for Motherwell. We've got Gillian Ingalls there as well, a very experienced player. So I think it might
2: come down to experience. I think Motherwell might just edge it here. Yeah, certainly a fixture between two you know, close teams in terms of what you'd expect to see on the pitch and what you're seeing currently in the table as well has the feeling of a six-pointer might not necessarily be a relegation six-pointer but certainly a six-pointer in terms of determining where they seat themselves in the pile come the end of the season
3: yeah definitely Gordon and just point out the fact that London Pollard started the first half of the season at Partick and now she's leading the line for Motherwell, that'll be an interesting one, see if she wants to get one over her former club and maybe she could prove a difference, you just never know
4: I think she will make a difference feeding off Carla Boyce I think that could be a difference for Motherwell today as the strike force, midfield and strike force
2: Well that's the team's out and we're almost ready to get underway here we'll have all the updates from Motherwell Partick Approaching half-time here at the Alliance Park and there's been two absolute stunners to open the scoring and the accounts for both sides in this fixture. Uh, Karen McBrady, the first to get on the score sheet for Partick with an inch-perfect, absolutely top-corner free kick and then followed up by Amy Anderson's stunning volley worth the watch on Sports Scene on Monday night. Kenny, what have you made of the so far in the first half?
4: Oh, so far, I thought the game was... Uh evenly matched to start with Partick probably had the, the best of the game but I mean there was no re- real clear cut chances but then obviously that free kick came about and oh pa- Partick nearly scored before it mind you uh, Cheryl McCulloch was unlucky with a header but uh, what a free kick and then Motherwell started to come back into the game and again as you've said the
2: equaliser absolute toffee <laughs> get this watched <laughs> Robbie yeah I mean it it's set a high bar for what we're expecting for the rest of this half and the second
3: yeah definitely Gordon. I feel like you could get that sense of a cup tie even though we know it's only a league game you could see the importance of this game to both sides it's been very fiercely contested and Carly McBearty's opener absolute top draw got fouled just outside the box and then took, stood up took the free kick and placed it perfectly into the top corner and then what a way to respond for Motherwell less than 10 minutes later Amy Anderson you could see the delight on her face and the celebration it's finished it perfectly to de- so all set for a good second half if not a goal before half time
2: Just under 20 minutes to go here at the Alliance Park there's been two more goals as well one for each side uh, is Partick Thistle this time uh, have clothed themselves back level it was uh, not a finish for the highlight reel but it managed to trundle its way over the line there as well Robbie what did you make of Yeah definitely
3: equaliser from Claire Doherty for Partick Thistle it's one keeper might not want to see back kind of parries it out um, unconvincingly and it seemed to take a eternity to go into the back of net but a goal's a goal and that's after Kelly Macdonald and Gwai putting Motherwell in front for Malian Creighton Cross and Motherwell looking pretty assured for a while but it's game on really for the last 20 minutes
2: Kenny we spoke about it in the first half uh, off air as it were that Motherwell a, can pose a threat to this part defence from set pieces and that's the way they found their way to take the lead early on in the second half it's been one that's yielded a couple of other opportunities as well do you think Motherwell will have a chance of taking all three points here
4: well I think like you say Gordon if uh, Motherwell can get a set piece and get good delivery of the box then yeah they've got every chance but the game's pretty open at the moment I mean it's been sort of end to end it's not been a classic footballing wise but it's been a good old-fashioned battle so it's one that the fans have really enjoyed and there's a great great turnout here today but uh, I think the game can go anyway at the moment it's, it's, uh, I'm not sure which way it's going to go to be honest
2: and we did just before we started recording see a potential penalty shout for Partick Thistle there as well Kenny, what did you make of it?
4: Well, I'd be shouting for it Gordon for me it's a penalty but what do you think?
2: I'm in the same boat as you I was was expecting to see the hand point towards the spot the whistle to go and uh, a Partick chance to not only have just Claude one back but to take the lead as well Uh, instead though here at the Alliance Park with what about 15 minutes left to go here it's Motherwell 2 Partick 2 So it finished 2-2 at Alliance Park. We caught up with Motherwell manager Paul Brownlee, his goal scorer Amy Anderson, but first, Partick Thistle manager Brian Graham. You come away from home and you get a point. Sometimes in this league it's a good thing, but
0: I think over the piece, when we get ourselves level, and then we've got a huge penalty shoot From our end, it looked a stonewaller. But I don't think that was the first mistake it was done today. I think the second goal, I need to be careful what I say, because it comes off of the girl Kiela's hand goes out for a goal kick. Given corner and the score from it, so you can imagine the frustration coming from our dugout. So, but credit to the girls, they battled the way and we find the equaliser, no, though it's, it's a mistake from there. But it's Doc's on the front foot, and she's, she's aware of any, anything going to happen. One drop's there, and she's with at home, so yes, delighted to get a point away from home, but as you said, it could have been more.
2: I'm always saying the second Perhaps not Not one for the highlight reels But yeah, Your opener is uh, One of real quality
0: Oh Cara's got that in the locker She's got real quality Cara And she puts one in the top corner And It doesn't surprise us If I'm being honest She's got it And she's got great ability Actually Doc's and go We described it as a 40 hour scream On the dressing room So We had a laugh and a joke about it <laughs> But we'll take it And we'll move on
2: And going forward Obviously It's uh, A point that really doesn't Pull yourselves out of That kind of battle To stay away from the drop And
0: no, but listen. There's everybody's into six teams in it. There's, it's not just it's not just us it down there. There's six teams and anybody can go down, and that's just how tight it is. Obviously, Hibs have got a wee gap, but top three, they they games take care of themselves. But the rest of the games, that's where you've got to try and pick up points. So it's a point away from home. We'll take it and move it.
2: And with the resuming after the winter break, how was that break for you? It's important to get that rest. It in, was. We're,
0: we're still trying to get a few injured players back. The, the group is still regrouping, so. We're slowly but
3: surely getting there. We had a tough time before the break and we're coming through it now, I think. And I must say, just observing a few of your games this season ran. Rangers and Glasgow City close and battled hard, was well organised and you could see that, even lost goals today, but you could see what you're trying to do and the impact you want to make in this league, especially because I'm saying he wasn't going to be in this league initially. I think you do you feel like you've grouped well. No, listen.
0: Most of the girls we've got is, is from last year. We've had added one or two, and it does help the group. But the gir- listen, the girls in there are honest. They, they take on information. They want to. They want to do well, and whatever way we set them up, they go out and try and implement it. Sometimes it doesn't come off, but that's football. But we know we've got 100% backing from the girls, and that's all we can ask for them. As long as they keep working hard for us, we'll keep working hard for them, and you just never know what we can take us at the season.
1: To be honest, I think it's two points dropped. Um, I felt we were in control for large parts of parts of the game, and yet again a set piece and every step for us in theory like cost us cost us a game.
2: Wasn't a bad way to pull yourselves back level in the first half from yourself. Uh, just talk us through the goal.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I, I know it was a, a half volley, but I just wanted to back back up the play. Um, Carly kind of laid it off for now. I heard it and off that I went in. It was
2: a big celebration as well, I think it was uh, nice to be able to make sure that you got in at half-time at least on level terms.
1: mm mm-hmm, definitely, because we know we can, we can get the ball down and, and play, um, and when you're on top, you want to, you obviously, like, score goals, um, so it was good to when into half-time we, I 1-1, and then second half, again, we were in, we were in control, which was a disappointing for me to do
2: set-pieces did look like they were going to be the way that you yeah. found the way to take a winner out of this game but just a case of missed chances on a few of those, is it just something that you need to keep going on the training ground? Yeah. or
1: um, It's common I would say, like, it's the same same every game now, we're getting loads of free kicks in Dangerous Series and we're just a head or two away from like, converting them, um, which is annoying but I'm sure they'll, they'll start coming paying off for us.
3: And definitely today it felt like a Proper, I have saying this to the lads, even though it's league game, it felt like a cup tie, right battle, fiery game, do you relish playing games like that? Like yeah, it
1: did feel like that during the match, like, yeah. end to end stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was really
2: enjoyable to play in there. First up, we've got to have a chat about just your general thoughts of the match, given that, you know, Amy said to us just now, it felt like two points dropped, where do you stand on it?
7: I think we would agree with her. Yeah, I think it was because we were at that point in the game, and it was 2-1, we were in control, and we you know, we said to the players at half time to try and increase the intensity of our play second half and make sure that, you know, when the opportunity comes that we need to take it. You know, we felt last week against Barton Kistle their decision making inside the final third let us down, and that's the reason why we got put the Scottish Cup. So we wanted to try and put that right today. We've got a couple of good opportunities, we've never done it, but that's football. We need to learn as a as a squad in terms of how we make that better.
2: Obviously the nature of the second goal makes it a bit of a sore one all round no,
7: it's a poor mistake. It's a game you're in control of at that point. Where everybody sees the crime, different. They, they think they, they, obviously the second goal was a handball, and they build up to the corner, that's that's, that's, that's football at happens.
3: And is it frustrating? The motor, I don't know how. I don't know exact number, but the amount of set pieces. that looked like it's got to be a set piece that maybe decide it for yourselves. But just not enough, really, in front of goal at times. It's just
7: that decision-making balance with aggression. We need to get better. And we've we've to I mean, We actually work really, hard on it on the training pitch, as we do with all aspects of the game, both in and out of possession. Not an someone we need to do better in terms of set plays. And you look at it, I think it was 16 shots and goal. The analyst told us we had today, so we need, we know that we need to do better. And if I can describe us at times, or like a gun with the bullets. Because we have really good possession, but we're just looking mm. for that last bit of penetration.
2: We're seeing chances coming from set pieces. Is it a bit of a frustration then that obviously a lot of dominance of possession as the game wore on? That it was taking set pieces to find, to try and find a way through. It was taking these kind of like dead ball opportunities rather than being able to carve them apart.
7: I, I think for us, I mean, the game became very end to end half, and you've probably seen that. I think for neutrals in the stand, they probably would have enjoyed it because it did become end to end. We never usually get, you know, kind of. If you like our kind of flowing game going in terms of how we like to try and dominate the ball and possession, the patterns we build, especially in the middle of the front, last week we done that and we played some nice combinations, but we just never had that killer instinct. And I think that's something that needs to come is that killer instinct. And that's what we told the players there.
2: With uh, the result today, you're still in that kind of group of teams struggling to keep yourselves away from the bottom position of the table. How important is it that in the next few games you? are able to kind of add to that gap that's there at the moment? I think
7: an extra two points of day would have done that if they gave us a bit of breathing space but I think for me when you look at the teams about there I think everybody thinks they can beat each other and I probably think that's one of the most exciting things about this league certainly for me I've come in this season When I'd spent obviously the last six years working at youth national level and working at women's A squad as well so I've come in here it's a real challenge for me I think whether it's Bartholomew Thistle whether it's Hearts Aberdeen Spartans you know um, everybody thinks they can beat everybody which I think is exciting you know, the, the top three and obviously Hibs are there as well I mean, you know, with that, that financially they compete at a different level so for the rest days it, it's about how creative we are in terms of coaching and also recruitment that was one of the biggest things that was important to me was the recruitment strategy that we bring in between that, that mixture of youth players and good young youth players and like Pleasantly Anne and maybe Pleasantly Amy Anderson who I think you will agree, you watch her play she's very composed and Amy Anderson has got the ability to go and be a top, top player in order to obviously help our, and the others become
2: better. It's all wrapped up here at Alliance Park. It's ended Motherwell 2, Patrick Thistle 2. A point for either side. Both, having spoken to both camps, both feeling like there was more on offer at the end of it. Kenny, kind of, a difficult afternoon really for both sides, but a good afternoon in another way.
4: A draw is probably a fair result for both teams, to be honest, Gordon. Uh, I think Partick can feel pretty hard done to when it comes to the penalty decision. And also, again, we'd need to see it again. Hopefully we'll see it in the highlights reel. But um, if it was the case that the corner did come off the, the Motherwell player's hand then, obviously Motherwell shouldn't have had the corner. But uh, it, was an, it was a good, good game, end-to-end stuff, good battle. Uh, some, some nice football played at times. But I think a draw at the end was a fair result. Yeah, I would agree, Kenny. I? I think it was... a. Uh... Very
3: fiery match It was a competitive match And we've seen four goals And it probably could have been a winner In it But Both managers make some good points That it could be two points dropped But There's still plenty of the season to go And as a neutral point of view I think you got to watch the game back Or the highlights back There's some cracking goals involved So Exciting afternoon of football
4: I was going to say that Are any of those goals contenders For goal of the season Robbie?
3: I'd have to watch them back But Anderson and McBeauty's goals, the first two goals of the match, both sublime finishes in their own right. So, definitely
2: have to be up there in top 10 so far anyway. Yeah, plenty uh, on show today at Alliance Park. And just to reflect on the day as a whole, for us at anyway's Game, covering both games, Glasgow girls and women earlier winning 8-1 against Stirling University on this one. It's been a, a really great advert for both SWPL 1 and 2 this weekend. All I can say really is to urge anyone who's on the fence about coming down obviously find who your local team is always say support your local team find out who they are get down, give them support plenty of support actually where we are struggling to get a seat here at Alliance Park uh, how busy it was uh, plenty of mother fans plenty of party fans and uh, you know expecting to see more of the same next weekend
3: Yeah Gordon I was impressed by the atmosphere and just I likened it to a cup tie and I think the fans in the crowd being there helped because all three of us have been the reporting when it's during COVID, when there's no one. So just having a little bit of support there, it just added to that whole experience. And I would echo what Gordon, you say there, anyone toiling between, maybe seeing a women's game or the, the men, usually I got a men's season ticket for you on a Sunday, get along. It's only a fiver today. And you can
4: see a high quality game with four goals. I think it's great as well to see all the youth here today because, I mean, how many young girls, young boys, was there running about, you know, watching the game, cheering on their side? And that can only be good for the women's game as a whole. So, like Robbie says, I like Gordon says, get yourselves down. It's only a or most games, so get yourself down, watch a women's game, bring your kids, and let's grow the women's game.
2: All right, well, that's all from anyone's game here today. It's finished here at Alliance Park, Motherwell 2, Partick 2.
0: Anyone's Game Podcast.
4: following women's football.